Hey everyone, just a quick note before we start. Today's episode talks about some graphic content and sexual assault assault specifically, so if that is something that you can't listen to, uh, maybe skip this episode and join us next week. Thanks. This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. I'm Casey Lynch and I'm back. Get ready for the chuckles. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Lauren Reed. Oh, I can't Uh, call you Lauren. Oh, I was wondering what we were going to call you. (laughs) I was wondering too how you're going to introduce yourself. Oh, I didn't even think about it. It's got to be Maggie. Okay. So (laughs) this goes by Maggie. Yeah. It's it's Maggie Reed. (laughs) So this Ooh, is this weird. is my sister. You guys don't even have the but, same last name. No, we don't. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> but um, she goes by Lauren to the world, but we're gonna make her go to the world as Maggie today. That's fine. Are okay. You, what? <laughs> we're gonna make her go to the world. No, you're just gonna make me sound stupid. I only edit out dumb stuff I say. Uh, <laughs> or when I sound smart. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Yeah. So uh, next week's episode, we are going to be drafting our favorite sitcom characters of the last 20 years. And so we wanted a fourth guest, invited Maggie over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we said, Maggie, why don't you come up with something like really like light and fun for us to review before the sitcom draft? <laughs> that can't be what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so she chose Unbelievable on Netflix. Uh, Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right sometimes i need to cry <laughs> um, actually i didn't it's cry rough. when watching the show i just felt like i was dead like it was so emotional that i couldn't even like produce tears or move yeah i was just like falling into my couch like in a dark void of depression <laughs> it was fun oh my god i hadn't heard anything about this where did you hear about this from um well i look i googled what was being released last week when mm. elizabeth invited me on to the show we were trying to figure out another show to watch and then nothing you know, so many things are coming out next week. Right. Yeah. Right. But this was coming out last week. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, Perfect Tony timing. Collette, Merritt Weaver, it's a police drama. I love a good detective thing. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Elizabeth, what do you think of this one? And she goes, yeah, it looks good. Let's do it. I said Dude. looks good because, well, I said well first good of all, too. I like SVU, so I just didn't think yes. it would be handled in such a hard way. And like... I, not that I thought it was going to be SVU, but the fact that like the topic didn't turn me off right away because I've seen this in other shows. We see it in less realistic ways. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. and yeah. the cast looked amazing, so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that sounds great. Let's watch that. Yeah. So for the listeners that have no clue whatsoever, this is all based around one woman being sexually assaulted and raped. Yeah. Um, and and actually, Tony, Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver weren't even in the pilot No, they episode. weren't even. It was like yeah. a, it was almost like, I know it's in a bottle episode, but it was like this 
one incident took up the entire yeah. first yeah. episode. And then I didn't watch another one because I wanted to remain true to Yeah, we haven't guys. watched yeah. anything either, I, yeah. I was actually... <laughs> so it ends on a ridiculous cliffhanger, which we'll get to later. Um, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting there, like, typing my notes. And... I forgot that like Netflix just starts the next one. Oh, same. Oh, yeah, and so same. I was like, oh fuck, 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 fuck. So I like had to shut it off. <laughs> like scrambled I didn't to spoil the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the second episode, as it starts to fade in, you see like the running water. So they okay. were clearly going to reveal whether or not this thing happened. Mm. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, I I had the same exact reaction. I thought, oh, I better turn it off. I didn't really want to know. I have that setting off on Netflix uh, where oh. it doesn't want to start yet. You know, we should do that because anytime we like sit down and let Billy watch Puff and Rock, he ends up watching like 17 episodes. A lot of Puff and Rock. Because it just starts and he's like, one more, one more. And it's it's like Puff and Rock. Oh, it's incredible. You'd love it. It's amazing. We should do the pilot for. for It's about a bunch of puffins on. Smoking crack. (laughs) (laughs) With Scottish (laughs) Okay. I just want to say that never once. Bill and I even watched this show before we had children, and never once did I think of the title of it as anything other than like puffins living on a on an island. It's called Puffin Rock. I know. I never <laughs> thought of it. It is like just immediate. A couple of puffins start a band in high school. I don't know. And they play I in their parents' garage. I never thought about it. Oh, they're gonna say I never did crack. <laughs> well, no, that that either. What a reveal! I never did crack either. Yeah. I never even did crack twice. Um, all right, let's let's get into <laughs> let's get into unbelievable. Okay, uh, we start by panning down the street. We're getting some views of uh, Oakdale or Lindale. I forget the name of the town. But then we get to the Oakdale apartments for at-risk youth, mm. and we're inside one of the apartments. And this woman Judith is comforting her former foster daughter Marie. And I don't think we know why yet, but a police officer shows up to ask her what, what's happened. And she is kind of being vague about it, but says, you know, I was talking with my friend Connor, went to bed at 4 a.m. And when she woke up, there was a man next to her bed. And we see um, some like really brief flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And she, she goes on to say, like, he tied her up, blindfolded her and then raped her. Um, and we like slowly get details from her. Uh, he was wearing a condom, saying that he'd kill her if she screamed. But then before he left, he put something on her stomach and took pictures of it, threatening to... I guess post them on social media if she said anything. Yeah, right. Was that the, the yes. gist of it? Yeah. Then, as the three of them are still in this room, Marie's caseworker shows up, who, uh, along with this other guy, kind of run the at risks. Uh, yeah, housing, like I counselors. Guess? Yeah. yeah, counselors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there was definitely some <clears throat> some tension between the caseworker and the former foster mom. Just like yes. it was subtle, but it was like, well, it wasn't really that subtle. Yeah. They were yeah. just kind of like, hello. Hi. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I noticed that. Yeah, she like barely paid her any attention and like ran right over to Marie to give her mm-hmm. give her a hug. Um, two detectives also show up, and one of them insists that Marie answers all of these questions that she just answered yeah. from the police officer. Um, so of course, you know she's already reliving all this stuff like a couple hours after it happened, and we find out some more details. The rapist had a blindfold, um, but used her shoelaces to tie her arms, mm. and used her knife to like threaten her, basically. Yeah. And at some point during the flashback, she flashes back to see herself on the beach, mm. which we see a couple times as she's like reliving this. And there's a picture of her on the beach, right? In her apartment. That she like sees as she's being raped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at first I was like, is the rapist the one taking the picture of this? I thought that, too. Yeah. But then I was like, no, this is just her, like, diso- disassociating yes. and mm-hmm. just being like, all right, 
if I just lay here, this will be done and think about something yeah, else. Focus, focus yeah, focus on this other thing. Yeah. Um, so after the second interview, she's taken to the hospital, which is like the most dehumanizing string this, of things. Mm-hmm. This was, I think, one of the hardest scenes to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just, there's just something about like anything medical that like I normally am not like very, I'm not like queasy about it or anything, but there's just something so like impersonal about it. Well, I really kind of expected there to be like an Olivia Benson sympathetic character there. Yeah. Who is like, you know, okay, honey, I'm going to hold your hand through this. And it was just, I think I wrote down like cold and stark and just yeah impersonal. And, yeah. But, but there was no, I, I think I just always thought that if that, happens to you in the u.s yeah you get a you get an olivia benson you get an olivia benson <laughs> yeah but i felt like no one was not even like not like the first po- initial police officer talking to her asking her these questions cutting her off as she's answering them not the detective who like works cases like this yeah, yeah. i felt and, like everyone who was dealing with this was just like the absolute worst of dealing with this yeah yeah and it, i and then the well the the woman at the hospital at one point did explain a few things to her like mm-hmm. but but mo- yeah. there was like nobody But like it was still in like a cold hand. sterile way. Yeah. It was like, not, cold I, and that's sterile. the thing because when you do that you're going to a hospital and it is cold and sterile and it's just like the worst on top of the worst. Yeah, the like, hospital thing didn't really bother me. I guess I just like being in hospitals. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind like having procedures and stuff. Right, uh-huh. but do you like I getting your dick swapped twelve times? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. What? <laughs> I mean, circumstances different, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't mind being in a hospital either, but in that situation, I, like well, a I, little bit of a well, I wouldn't want to go yeah. to like a restaurant after that situation. I wouldn't be like, I, I have well, to this say, happened, but we're gonna get Elizabeth some pizza. and I went to the hospital a couple weeks ago because Elizabeth had a, an allergic reaction, and it was a delight. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I had never been to the emergency room before, and yes. they took me right really? in. They were super nice. I had the PA, the nurses, um, the x-ray tech. I mean, everyone was really nice. Yeah. I filled out the survey. I got the survey from the hospital, and I filled it out, and my only complaint was a complaint from Bill because he couldn't find the valet guy anywhere. Oh that was it. Wow. Yeah. I, so anyway. I feel like when you, you go to a hospital, you're just like along for the ride. You're kind of like a baby again. They just like push you around, do stuff. Yeah. Last time I went, I had like crazy cut up legs from falling down a cliff, <laughs> and they didn't even deal. They didn't even like give me stitches or clean it or anything. Like they didn't even clean my wounds, and I still liked it. I still had fun. <laughs> what an adventure! Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Marie at the hospital. It's it's not even quite a montage because they linger on everything a little mm. bit longer than they would in a montage, I feel like, mm-hmm. just to make sure that, like, it has the right impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, of course, she strips down. She's getting photos taken of herself, mm. um, peeing in a cup. She has to tell the nurse the story again, so this is the third time yeah. she's told the story. Yeah. I feel like it was, like, the seventh time she told yeah. the story. Well, I think it gets point. up to that high. Right, okay. Yeah, um, yeah that was, like, my first note, how horrible it was. Everyone was like, well, we need to hear it again. Yeah. 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 You can't, like, I don't know. Rec- yeah. Record um, it the first time. Right. If you have additional because questions, she's, like, ask them, exhausted but, yeah. and traumatized. Like, but I do think they do do that to get, like, because I do think when you talk more about something like that, you, you, you know, things come back to you in shock first. Right. So then, 
as you talk about it, you might remember something else. So I understand that from mm-hmm. a procedural point of view. It's just that there was absolutely no warmth to no. anyone yeah. that was talking to her. Oh about yeah, it. we're gonna I, need you. Yeah, we need it for our file. Like, yeah. why don't you get it from the police officer? I feel like not even like have her say it the first time and then give her a minute. Like, give her like a day or so because she's not gonna remember that much immediately after. Right. Yeah. I think you. you know, I think you do need to get these things when they're fresh. But yeah, I think so yeah. too. And. Well, that's the At first time. During the early parts of this, I was uh, trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because, yes, you do need to get these details while they're fresh, and then you need to let things marinate for a little bit and mm. try to get them again to see if there are discrepancies yeah. or to see if anything new comes up or in her head. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot this one thing. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, sure. Like just, so like, yeah. I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but uh-uh. after a while, I was like, you know what? Fuck these people. Yeah, they handle fuck, it so yeah. poorly. Fuck the system of yeah. you know, the whole process afterwards. Because, because if, if this case ever, ever went to trial or if it goes to trial, all they're going to say is like, well, her story kept changing. And it's like, because yeah. you did that to her. Right. And that's right. like... And, and also I felt, I mean, are we going to talk about the detectives and their demeanor at the moment? Or are we going to get to another point? Do you well, want to move? Go well, yeah. So after she gets discharged from the hospital, she gets taken to the police station mm-hmm. where she has to sit down and tell the detective the story again. Um, right. And then he asks her, can you like say anything about his voice? Yeah. And she just says it was like a normal voice, normal. And yeah. I'm like... Say it was like deep, like I think it was deep. Oh, I thought it was. A I deep thought it voice. was a little like in his throat. It was a little throaty, yeah. not not raspy, but it sounded he, yeah. like he talked in the back of his a throat. Thin blonde, twenty-four-year-old kid. <laughs> I was just, I was like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. Dying for her to like give them something that we're seeing in the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, and I think I know I who just... it is based on the voice. You what do? do? You yeah. like... Oh, you picked someone you out. I think I know who it is based on the voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Already. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I won't I won't spoil anything, but I'm very confident you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Oh, you guys know? <laughs> I'm not spoiling. I'll ask you after. Um so and then um she says something like he was wearing a hoodie and he's like, Oh, are you sure? As he's like flipping through his notes. And I remember that she said she sweater. Said, I wrote she did gray say sweater, sweater yeah. yeah, actually. Um I always mix those two. I'll, I'll say sweater for a hoodie. Mm, I never do. Just because I don't wear hoodies. But that's, I feel like that's the point of this, is that like, she's not going to say it's a deep, throaty voice. How old is she? He was wearing she's a like dark 18. gray zip-up hoodie. Like, <laughs> she's just young. I believe and, it was Hollis- I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I'm getting into like, more like analysis of the show before like we finish going through the... No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, she just like went through presumably went through something really traumatic yeah and is asked to repeat it over and over again and i just like don't know if like a she has the i don't know necessarily the like the wherewithal but then even like uh, necessarily the vocabulary to express what actually happened to her and all of these details whereas like me like I, I don't know. Like, trauma does, like, some crazy things to yeah, you. So, who knows? Like, maybe me at 35 would be able to to Ex- relay this story. Express and, it better than, like, a 19-year-old right. or whatever. But also maybe not, because it's a traumatic experience. Yeah, and right, I just right. feel like, how do you... It's This is so difficult, because it's like, that person isn't even there anymore. So, it's like, literally, like, nobody was there except her and this guy. Yeah. And yeah. she's the only one that you can get the story from. Yeah. And she's young and traumatized. Anyway, I I feel like I went a little bit like ahead of us, but no, just just rip it, just let her rip. Billy's just having a beer. We're opening a beer. Billy's trying to be discreet about it, but come on, cheese guys, blowing my spot. Um, (laughs) 
then uh oh it also keeps coming up that it's a, it's very strange for this kind of case that the rapist would bring certain things like oh, yeah. the blindfold but then use things of hers like the shoelaces and the knife and then leave them behind yeah like he to took all the stuff. stuff he brought like a condom and blindfold and stuff but he left the things yeah. that he took so the detectives keep using that as like another reason to really kind of feel doubt. like that i mean i don't know i'm not a detective but i don't feel like that's so odd if you want to like yeah. mess with somebody's i think head. it's more yeah. odd to leave it than it is to use it like if you got right. there and he's like oh shit i need something to tie her up grab the shoelaces yeah but then take it with you if you took everything else way to leave her tied up though Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We'll take the knife. So um, after they talk to her again, the detective gives her a medical release to sign and then a witness statement so she can write out the entire incident in her own words. Mm. So this is now the fifth time they're asking her to recount it. Like, how about and now the she's, text? Now she's pissed. Yeah. 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 I mean, she, now she's like, I, I have to write this again. Yeah. It's yeah. just too much. Just record it and have her like be like, yeah, this is every, everything's right here. Um, Don't make her. I don't know. Then uh, that night she calls Colleen, who was another foster mom of hers. Apparently her. she had a bunch of foster moms. She was the worst. Um, and she takes her shopping the next day, and Marie kind of blows up on one of the store employees. Barely. This um, employee sucks. <laughs> they would be reprimanded if they're like, I'm, first of all, if you're yeah. working at a store, you go in the back, even if you're not looking, and you say, I'm sorry, I couldn't find it. And yeah. then you leave. Yeah. You're not That's like, I'm not I going felt. back there. It's all right. out So here. Marie was looking for sheets yeah. that she had, and she like wanted the same sheets, but they weren't out there on the floor. Yeah. So she was asking an employee, and the employee's like, we don't have them. Yeah, I always go back there. They're not there. Yeah, that's so stupid. Well, you know, everyone loves to get that answer. Everything we have is out on the floor. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> How can that be? Yeah. You have just, a huge storeroom out there. Right, right. And nothing in it. Yeah, just go look for one second. Um, then Ty shows up. He is the other uh, social worker, whoever the caretaker is. Um, he is from, he's Axel from the middle. Yes, I did notice that. I did notice that. And so he shows up and Marie's acting like totally fine, which like mm -hmm. Colleen kind of notes suspiciously and then calls up Judith afterwards and says how, how weird it is, how fine she's acting. Like she's acting totally normal. Can um, we just other than talk like, about that for like one yeah, second? Can we talk yeah. about that? Like, is she like, oh, she seems fine. So it's not her just like holding it in. Right. right. Like what, what, what uh, world experience does fucking Colleen have that she's like, <laughs> how she is must be fine. She's like not crying or like going crazy oh, wait, i just didn't think are you a foster so parent you've never seen like a kid in trauma yeah. like right. that, like a like i just thought it was so the whole exchange would be so angry when she's like you know well first of all she's like why would you want those same sheets after what happened to you on the bed yeah. i was actually yeah. thought we were flashing back because if you will remember when she was in the store with colleen she is initially like Scooting along, yeah. ru running yeah. along with the cart, like I thought that was a flashback, like my five-year-old, right. you know, like, right. and she's like kind of wee down yeah. the and then, and I'm like, are we flashing back? Yeah, that was, or what's going on? And yeah, then it just took confusing. me two minutes to realize, no. So that was odd, but and if you knew her that well, like, wouldn't you know how that maybe she doesn't express herself i don't yeah. know i don't know because we i just i just thought maybe her. because she mentioned to her one friend after like after it happened she was sleeping over at her friend's place and she was calling her uh calling what was colleen is mm -hmm. this foster mom yeah mm -hmm. yeah so she's calling colleen she's like oh your foster mom like she's like oh this is another foster mom but she was a really good one so i just thought maybe like Maybe she was like around her and could like felt like she could be herself a little bit well, or like was, not. She was only with Colleen for like a couple weeks, right? Yeah, yeah but she did say how much she liked her. Yeah, but still, yeah. she couldn't know her that well. Well, sure. I just wonder if there's just like you know around certain people, she felt like she could be a different way or something. I don't know. I mean, I think Who it was knows? just her repressing it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, 
So then she gets off the phone with Judith, and Judith has the detective come over to tell the detective how Ugh, suspicious is she is. Fucking worst. Yeah. I was so angry during this. <laughs> this, this, was, this was terrible that they that she did that to her. Yeah. So yeah. Um, she tells the detective how she's been like acting out since she moved in by herself. You know, all this like look at me behavior, and we see a couple flashbacks of like her dancing suggestively at like a little kid's birthday party yeah that was stupid and then she like blows out a little kid's candles at the birthday party marie is doing this yeah there's plenty of ways it could have like showed that where it didn't look so dumb it looked kind of corny man (laughs) yeah she blows out a kid's birthday candles like is that supposed to be edgy like have her like smoking cigarettes or drinking or something well i felt like it was her really like like burning stuff maybe she was resentful of like this new like foster child or whoever this like younger kid there like getting more attention or something i mean who who knows i I just felt like i didn't think it was that weird she she's older but she's like really not quite an adult like she's clearly i I don't know what the word is for it um we really don't know anything at this point we don't know yeah thing yeah about what her background is why she's in foster care how long she's been in foster care we don't know yeah so the only the only things we do know is like implication that she's had a really fucked up life right. yeah she's had a ton of foster parents um she's had a hard life yeah yeah even at one point i think the detectives are looking at her case file um, oh and they're from like child services, and we we don't see it but they're both right. like oh jesus yeah. like something right. really really terrible well, happened they to this said girl something about dog food oh yeah, yeah. they were, were like who feeds food? a kid dog food yeah right. yeah so it's like oh my god like that's that's not the worst of it then if that's and their attitude well, these detect. Well, when we get to that, I'll just. They're, they're so flippant about just, They were stuff, so. They're yeah. just like, oh, some people, and it's like, yes, oh, we could all. They're like, because oh, obviously none of us would ever feed our child dog food, and we would take care of a child. But it's like, well, in a post-apocalyptic event, I would. Can we? <laughs> can we? Not, it was kind of like, oh, some people, but like, yeah. it's not my problem. That yeah. was kind yeah. of the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, what really bothered me about this foster mom? What, I'm sorry, who's the first foster mom? Judith. Judith. Okay, so what really bothered me about Judith? When she's sitting down with the detective and she's like, um, have you seen anyone react this way? It didn't seem like she was, it wasn't right. She didn't seem right, like the way she was reacting to it. And he was like, well, I feel like there's probably a lot of ranges yeah. of what, the way people would react to it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. good. Go. This is what we need. Like, are you being suspicious of the foster mom now? Right. Like, what's her, yeah. Yeah. What's her yeah. driving her to do this? And then more and more Judith talks, he's like, oh, this girl's probably fucking lying. Now I don't believe yeah. her. It was just like and everyone like against this doubt, girl. Who doubt, was doubt, Yeah, because, the, which because you don't least need. <laughs> Judith apparently was sexually assaulted when she was in her 20s. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I know how I acted yeah. and how I felt. Right. And she's acting detached and weird. Like, yeah. fuck off. That's how people, and what year did this take place? Um, I think it was 2008. Okay. Yeah, this is based on a true story, it, it's right? It's a true, yeah. Because okay. it really didn't, like, you couldn't tell except for the cell phones. Oh, everyone right, had flip right. phones. I feel like I was. I don't. You guys remember the razor? Yes, <laughs> it was true. like I never had one, but it was like Ken's favorite phone. But <laughs> I feel like whenever they want to show that something happened in the past, that's, everyone's got a razor flip that's phone. That's all they need mm-hmm. to do, and then we're like, oh, okay, we get it. It could have been like 2013, and they've got a razor flip phone. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, is that a burner phone? Like right. I don't like right. not necessarily. Yeah, it click. You know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess they can't show like Samsung or iPhones or whatever. Right. Like, they got to just throw this crap on there. <laughs> Um, then the detective 
interviews Connor, who is the mm. uh, friend of Marie, who she, she keeps saying that she called. Yeah, like ex-boyfriend. That was kinda... Connor. I thought they said his name was something different. I, and I was like, wait, who's this? But Yeah, the guy in the restaurant or diner. Yeah, I yeah. Just, for some reason I heard his name differently. Um, and I think, I think it's him that says that she told him she dialed with her toes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then that was different than what she said to the detective before. Yeah. Um, and so the detective calls Marie at work where she's like clearly out of it. She was like stocking something incorrectly yeah. on the shelves um, and wants to meet with her again. And so she goes, why am I in trouble? And so the two detectives are sitting there like, oh boy. You only say, um, am I in trouble if you're in trouble? Right, right. Oh wait, but also when they sh- when she's talking about, because it kept flashing back to show to show what she actually was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they showed her like really working. She didn't dial with her toes, at least from the flat. Like she worked herself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Picked up the cordless phone because we are talking about 2008. Yeah. So you yeah. still have like a landline too in your house. It would be great if we started use her toes to like do the. Uh, what are they called? Rotary phone. Yeah, rotary yeah. phone. Oh right. <laughs> I was actually though very impressed about her method of getting out of uh, yeah. like her resourcefulness. Like, yeah. She didn't just lay there and like. Pack. Yeah, you know, she yeah. just kind of worked herself yeah. out of it. And I'm just going to interject: those flashbacks were horrifying because yeah. they oh, weren't yeah. showing you. They were showing from her vantage point in a of her like what she could see, see from the blindfolds, but like right. forty, like not even a whole second or two seconds, and then yeah. So it was just this sort of like subliminal. Mm-hmm. It, see, I thing. thought it was like a li- just just enough to be longer than like a subliminal thing. Because I don't know, I think about shows like uh, Sharp Objects, where it's just like quick, quick cuts, yeah, like yeah. super, super quick, and these lingered for like just a split second longer to not be that, but to be far to horrifying. make you right, very, right. very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where you're like, oh my god, you're showing this again. And while we were watching it, I was thinking, like in the beginning, the way they were doing the flashbacks, I was like, okay, because I was thinking of some of the other shows we've watched where they do flashbacks that are so cheesier poorly done or yeah. stupid i'm like okay no this is telling us what happened she or every time she would go to explain the story again oh. instead of having her say it again they would show like a flash of it, it. Mm. and you're like okay that's what she just told them I'm like oh this is really well done except that i don't want to see it anymore <laughs> like yeah. i want to <laughs> cover my eyes like yeah. it's yeah. just really really hard to watch um so she goes down to the station again and the detective has her tell the story now for the sixth time. Um, and he brings up like her troubled family and foster life. She's like super shaken at this point mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. tears uh, or holding back tears. And they tell her like, listen, you know, Judith is questioning your story. Connor is questioning your story. No one believes you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they finally ask her like, is there really a rapist? Yes or no. And eventually she like softly says no. Um, probably thinking it'll get her the fuck out of there. Right. So they'll leave yeah. her alone. Um, but instead, now she needs to write another statement that they bring to her. So before she said no, I wrote in my notes, like, all of her stories make me feel a little suspicious of her, and that makes me feel really gross. <laughs> well, yeah. And then she said no, and I'm like, I don't believe that. Right, so I, like, right. I yeah. didn't believe anything anyone said. I believed the opposite. There was, a, there was a point where I was questioning if they... Sh- it, it could have been a very different show if they didn't show the flashbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they could have done this in a way where, like, you would have questioned her yeah. like what really happened like what details were true yeah. yeah but they show the flash flashbacks so like you know or they should have showed multiple flashbacks that show her recanting it or not recanting Changing it. the different stories yeah, yeah. oh so the yeah. flashbacks weren't even so reliable like the different details yeah exactly yeah yeah which is so. what made me think like she's not lying because these flashbacks 
are consistent. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. But, like, the way they make her, like, you can see her. She's like, wait, did it happen? Did I? Am I? Like, I felt like they were making you doubt her. And then, like, they were making her doubt herself. She's doubting yeah. herself. Yeah. But, yeah. like, then it, like, makes you doubt her. And you're like, yeah. oh, God. Like, I can't doubt. Like, we have to believe women. Yeah. When they're telling these stories about rape and assault. Don't roll and, your like, eyes, Billy. Like, you. <laughs> <laughs> like and so that's how i went into this like no this yeah. happened like i believe her and then the minute you start to doubt it i agree with you yeah, I see, it's like so gross. i can't why <laughs> did i why am i not why am i not believing her you know yeah, yeah. Um, i did good i didn't doubt her you didn't no i didn't doubt her i never doubted her either i just think that there's a version of this show where you could have if they didn't show the flashbacks mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah, but, but then i never questioned that the flashbacks were legit and that she actually was yeah. raped um, so she writes in this new statement that um, maybe she dreamt of the rape mm-hmm. um, and it felt really weir- real when she woke up. And so the second detective, who was even more of a dickhead, starts like yeah. yelling at her that she's wasting their time. Uh, and then she says like, oh, maybe I blacked out or I'm like trying to block it out. So she's yeah. like just trying to process this in her own yeah. head. Because she's a terrified kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, they haven't brought us, they have brought like a psychiatrist, yeah. like nothing. a psychologist in. Nothing. Yeah. And I don't you didn't even get like a, a BD Wong? There, no. like, come on. What are you, guys well, you know, I remember <laughs> Law and Order SVU. So do you remember oh, in the episode of Law and Order, and this is not SVU, but it was um, with Anita when she, the, the lieutenant, it was oh, one yeah. female lieutenant they had. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, like, yes, 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 So yes. anyway, and she, it was somebody was, a woman had said she was raped, and I think there was some doubt, but she said something like, you know, I just like laid there and waited for it to be over, and she was like, yeah, this that's happened, like that's. That's what a woman. Yeah. That, that's exactly what somebody would say when they're like, "If I just lay here and finish, like it'll, yeah. it'll be done." Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and that, and I just thought that's what she was. But they needed somebody who could have that point articulate of view, articulate it, articulate that, yeah. or right. have some kind of empathy for this person, like that. It was just right. Another another female come in, and I felt yeah. like a sympathetic man. <laughs> even even the. Like her counselors at this this home that she lived in, like they were like, well, if it really happened, like you need to go tell them this is important. But like, there wasn't any like any counseling support. Like they didn't offer like anything. Yeah, no one's like, all right, sit down and let's talk for a minute. When she came back after being at the police station, I think the first time she did go to that group therapy session. They just all hugged her. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and they That's all true. did support her. That is true. It but... bothered me how often people touched her, like. <laughs> Seriously, no, seriously. Well, yeah. You don't just, like, run over and, like, grab someone who's just raped. Yeah. Like, I mean, her friend should have went out and been like, there's a bunch of people in there. Do you want me to tell them not to hug you or keep yeah. their space? Like, I don't yeah. know. They were just so insensitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have been a setting where they knew that she was fine with, like, that kind of... No, you don't yeah, know. but you don't know after that. <laughs> this has happened to her multiple times, and she's like, okay, now I know that I'm cool with you hugging me after <laughs> I'm raped. No. Right, right. Um, like, be gentle and... You know, so, yeah, it was a lot. I yeah, felt like it was like maybe was, it would be like a little intimidating like, too, like yeah. overwhelming. Overwhelming. It was like, uh, what do they call that when you're a drug addict? And you shout. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was really high. What do they call that? The circle where they're like, don't do drugs. Uh, intervention. Intervention. Yeah. That's oh. what it felt like. It felt like an intervention. Yeah. Um, Although a little bit nicer. So yeah, <laughs> we just kind of hit a, upon a couple of the points. The counselors bring her back to the police station again to say mm. that she actually was raped. But then like the detectives like, all right. Uh, or actually she suggests why don't I take a lie detector test because that just like you know pops into her head mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm telling the truth why don't I take a lie detector test inadmissible and so the jerk detective is like 
if you lie during the polygraph, I'll have to arrest you. You're going to lose your housing. You're going to lose your stipend from yeah. the government. All this shit. Um, and he says it like, yeah, you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna lose all that, that yeah. kind of housing you have. Like he's totally holding it over. Yeah. Her head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Worst yeah. case scenario for this kid is that she's a mentally disturbed kid who needs help. Right. And he's like, I'm gonna throw you in jail, motherfucker. They're just like, like she, manipulating she, her like, the way they do, yeah. the way they did to poor Brendan Dassey or whatever. Oh yeah. Like Who's that? he's making um, a murder. Making a murder. Oh, okay, it's like okay. a horrible th- yeah that I, story I where they like. Oh, oh God. I, I and that, that's true. That's like, yeah, that yeah. really happened. That was the actual footage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you see them, they're like, well, we need this, like, we want this to be over. We'd like to close this case. So yeah. we need it to go a certain way. So this is what we're going to say to make this person confess and admit to what we want, like, yeah, to chil- say what we want to hear. Children and that's don't understand, like, what's doing. going on. And they're just terrified that they're going to go to jail. Like, right. They don't know yeah. what that means. Like, they're just. Yeah, again, up early, early on, I yeah. thought the first detective was like, at least being earnest and like trying yeah. to yeah. work the case but at this point it's like just like you're saying right like they're just trying to get her out of their hair basically yeah well i also wrote the word mansplaining down because there was quite a bit of there was quite a bit of that going on yeah, yeah. To, the, well, to the girl that was raped they were like these old white men mm-hmm. and i don't use those words loosely right lately and they were like there's something wrong with being We're an old like, white man. <laughs> you, know, well, you know, in the in the, in the negative yes. sense right. of that phrase that yeah. people do use, and like, they were seasoned, salty yeah. detectives. Yeah, they have. Um, they're tired. Mm-hmm. They're like you know a few years. They probably could have already retired, but they can't really afford it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like. All right, I'm gonna be. It was just so paternalistic. Yeah. yeah. Not sympathetic. Just I'm going to lord my power over this person. There was just I didn't see a shred of empathy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. They weren't Nothing. even doing good cop, bad cop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were both just being jerks, and there wasn't even like, a, like I mean I don't know. We don't know anything about these detectives' lives, but there wasn't even anything where like. All right, sorry. I'm gonna refer- reference SVU again, but like where Elliot could like picture any victim <laughs> as his own children and like right. they didn't do that You're like, like oh that could have been my daughter right you really like svu if you can't <laughs> sounds uh, really haven't, bad haven't figured that i out. cut you guys <laughs> off but like so many people watch svu yeah, yeah. no um, this is so yeah. so we're almost done with the plot um, <laughs> an hour later an hour later we're done so she gets back to this housing and now all of the other uh, at-risk youth there are having like another group therapy session mm-hmm. and they're all just like yelling at her. Yeah. yeah this um, was... Why were the counselors not like... Well, yeah, eventually... Yeah, eventually one of them steps in and says like, okay, let's at least try to say how we're feeling and they're like, Jeez. I feel angry, I feel betrayed. Like yeah. it's still like very, very negative. They should have like, really thought out how this was going to go. Yeah. And like stop everyone and be like, okay, well, you know, has who here has been sexually assaulted? Oh, okay, no one or you one person like... Yeah. Or no one wants to admit it if you don't want to admit it. Like... This is a difficult thing. We don't know actually what happened, so maybe let's not jump down her throat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they all do. We don't know. Uh, her best friend won't even talk to her. Yeah. And so the final scene is her uh, out on a bridge at night. She climbs like on the outside of the whatever. The guardrail. Su- the whatever, guardrail of the basically. bridge. Uh, and the last shot we get is her like holding on with one hand, like looking down into the rushing water. It wasn't even that high. She would have been fine. <laughs> I, d- I did briefly think that. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm pretty sure she could survive that. Yeah. But it was rushing. <laughs> it was rushing. If she could swim, she'd be fine. It, was, I don't it know. reminded me a little this is bit my of big like, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, 
and the water that was churning below and Mary. Yeah. I don't remember yep. that. <laughs> well, that's where he got saved on the bridge yeah. when Clarence. I do you know I haven't seen beginning. It's a Wonderful Life in a long, 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 right, long time. We'll, we'll fix that this Christmas. Okay. No, we have another movie we have to watch on Christmas. <laughs> Naughty and Nice again? Naughty and Nice. Um, so what did you guys think of Unbelievable? Oh, before we do that, I just thought of Naughty and Nice today. Whoever the friend is who works at the radio station, that his name was brought up and I was like, Naughty and Nice, we got to watch that. Cole? Cole. No, Cole. not Cole. The other guy. The oh. dorky producer. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember I forget his name. name, but his name uh. was brought up and I was like, man, that's a good movie. <laughs> but okay, let's get back into this horrifying show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What did you guys think? I mean... I'm not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was just very difficult to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't like. I don't know. So, I I, I don't didn't know. I didn't read much. I think that I probably will read some more tomorrow about like the actual case. Mm. Um, I, I read a little bit. But you know, this pilot is just like this girl's story, and then from here on, we're going to meet up with the detectives who eventually solve this case yeah. and they're like not they don't know each other it's like a different state or something mm-hmm. so it's like it from here it branches into a completely different story and it's like i think there's like some really good chemistry between the two i've read and it's like almost buddy copish at times like mm-hmm. takes on a different tone so i think the pilot was i'm sure it's still very serious and gritty but i think the pilot was even more so because that obviously this is where the girl gets fucking raped yeah, I, so. think the, yeah. I think the tone of the show changes and actually a friend of mine is watching it yeah, and I think well, she did tell me a lot about it because I told her I didn't want to know yeah. all about the rest. But it does sound a little bit like, you know, when Merritt Weaver speaks, she's like, "Oh, right, she's not exactly Zoe from Nurse Jackie, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she does have, you know, yeah, there's a little reminiscent of." You watch Nurse Jackie? I'm I never saw Nurse Jackie. Should we do that? She was in um yeah New Girl for a while. Zoe Deschanel. No, Mary she Weaver. Was, no, was Mary she Weaver. Knew, a new girl. She was Schmidt's girlfriend briefly. Oh. Um, okay. I don't know who that is. So this actress, though, I actually don't even... I, I've never seen her anything. Caitlin Dever played Marie. She was in... I looked it up because I was like, she looks very familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she looks was smart. In, she was in Last Man Standing. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, which I've, I've seen, seen like maybe Tim five show, minutes yeah. of. So like, I don't know if I recognize her from there. It's it's a lot to ask people to like watch this pilot and then expect eight episodes of this because that would be a lot. And it lot. is a limited. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, and I realized also too after we picked it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is actually a limited series. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. You're no longer asking the question like, will this get picked up for another? I think we like limited series better. Um, like mostly unless yeah. it's like yeah. a really good show yeah no we still ask it if there is potentially a second season but mm. like we did Chernobyl well you know I never listened to the show so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding I mean uh, I don't know you guys do too much sci-fi I, so I don't listen to them I just thought thank you oh, alright take it easy you too that was um, also one of the reasons I agreed to do this show. I was like, oh, yay, it won't be a sci-fi. Oh, yeah, Fantasy. rape's better than space. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, okay. I guess, obviously, everyone knows. Touche. You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's at least real. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot space is fake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, I thought it was very well done for what they were trying to sure. accomplish. Yeah. Like, I think all the decisions just drove home, like, how infuriating some of these situations were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of the editing choices, I thought, were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. There was something so grounded about it. Like, there's nothing fancy about no. the set pieces or yeah. anything. Yeah. It no, was like you were just watching almost like a documentary. 
kind yeah. of like this girl like being followed around after she was raped. Yeah, I, mean, um, I think you know if you're going to do a show like this, you know this is the subject matter and this is your pilot. You can't have any gimmicks. You can't have any. You can't get fancy about it. You have to just right. tell yeah, the story. Yeah, that would be really weird. I thought the acting, her acting was unbelievable. Yeah, that was really yeah. she was so good. I believed. Yeah, I believed her, mm. but yeah. I just believed that this was like really how someone in the situation could act. Right. Um, you know, just detached. She's totally in shock. She's, right. It's not even 24 hours. She's told the story seven times. Yeah. Right. Know, yeah. And, she's, and it's changing a little bit. I thought that even though I was so, like, furious with the detectives that, I mean... It's a true story, so mm. I would say that's a little heavy-handed about how they were acting. But if that's actually how it went down, then that's yeah accurate. Yeah, yeah. I imagine they took like some artistic license, but even a well, little bit sure. is still too I much. Didn't, I did think that Judith was a little like simpering. Like it just you know in her scene with the detective, yeah. I was like, give me a break. Yeah. Is this? <laughs> yeah. Break? But I just think that maybe you have. It's one episode they're telling those stories. So they have to right. get to that point pretty quick. Right. But, like, I wonder if that, like, is indicative of, like, what her relationship with Judith is. And, like, do we find that out later, too? Right. Like, was what she is manipulative? There? Was she manipulative yeah. of them? But that was the first person that she called. And while she right. was there, she was acting so fawning all over yeah. her. Yeah. So caring. Yeah. And then turns around and says, well, you know, she was just, I, we just didn't think it was right. Yeah, in so many words, she's like, she made it up. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much her yeah. thesis. But does she have a history of being a drama queen and making things up? Maybe she yeah. She's a woman, so. And maybe... <laughs> it's just... You know, there does have had, to be some yeah, he had light gotta, moment gotta, yeah. in here. I'm doing my best. There's not much you can joke about this show. It's I'm just, navigating it was, through minefields here. That was hard this to watch podcast. because <laughs> I felt like there were some... like. Not like me personally, but just like stories I remember from high school of people like, just like what people would say, like, well, she made it up. She wanted attention. She's being dramatic. Like, oh, yeah, well, of course, she's saying this about this boyfriend. Now she's a new boyfriend. So she's saying this. And it's like, that's like just really fucked up that we do that. Mm -hmm. And like that happens all the time and it was just like very upsetting to see because because this is like a hard thing to hear and you don't want to believe it and it's uncomfortable and you don't want to deal with it and so then you just say that they're making it up and it's like that is like a really it's just really messed up that her foster mom that she like trusted said that again we don't know their relationship but like it just it was hard to watch that scene because i was just like it just made me feel really cringy. Like, one of the few like, people, people she people should be able to trust, yeah. like, totally fucks her over. And the yeah. two people that she trusted, because she said she trusted Colleen, or she was mm. with, they colluded. Right. Yeah. They were, that's who she was talking She yeah. has no one to support her, and they are colluding. Yeah. Oh, I don't think this is right. They're fucking and then gossiping her, about it. Yeah. And then her counselors are like, well, let's have a group thing where Completely everyone can tell inept. her how much they are angry with her for this tell her you like, hate her why don't you give her like a little bit of space yeah because you still you guys still don't actually know what happened there, yeah. it was just it was so upsetting to see like how many ways this could go down and this could go wrong and how like she could be made to like be the bad guy yeah when she was actually the victim yeah would you guys recommend unbelievable on netflix absolutely not it was very very good Make this into a movie, and I'll watch it. You were very uncomfortable with this, right? I was. 
Yeah. I think I'm the most sensitive person here. Well, I, I can never <laughs> tell. I, I thought you were either going to come in and say, like, oh, it made you very emotional, or you're going to be like, it's fucking dumb. No, no. <laughs> like, sexual assault stuff really gets to me. Like, if yeah. she got murdered, whatever. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, she does got, love Villanelle. <laughs> hey, murder's funny. Uh, yeah, no, this is something that, like... I do not like I, yeah. yeah. unless yeah. it's like super earned and I don't know I mean yeah. obviously it was earned in this but it, that's all this was I mean from like a movie it would be like a really horrible movie that I could watch and be like holy shit that movie was fantastic now yeah. it's over right, right, I'm right. like I don't want to go back and watch yeah. more and then more mm-hmm. I'm I'm very curious because I think it was a very well made oh, pilot amazing from from just about every angle yeah. And then to see how it changes going forward for the next, whatever, five or seven episodes. I think it's like seven more. Episodes. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend it. I would caution if you have any sensitivity to this kind of thing, or if you're the victim of sexual assault, maybe go in knowing that, knowing yeah. that it's very yeah. graphic um, and it might be very upsetting. It's not even like visually graphic. It's like you really can like not even sympathize you empathize with this person and like you yeah. can like you like feel it's like emotionally like graphic your inner shoes almost like <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like but it's also visually graphic like the 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 flashbacks well, yeah. were like horrifying like, i, I really hard to word again like, it seemed like yeah. way worse but like yeah it was really bad yeah, yeah. but like yeah. just like the feeling you get like you can close your eyes and feel like almost the same like it just yeah, yeah. yeah. i i i think i would recommend it with the same caution that yeah, you're saying like and as long as like I'm I'm curious about it and I'm curious about like the rest of the performances and the actors that are in it and what mm-hmm. happens and I'm hoping I don't know anything about the case I didn't look it up I'm hoping that it ends up being like an empowering story yeah yeah so I am curious and I think that I will watch it but I guess I'm just going to proceed with caution because if it's anything like this episode I'm not going to be able to watch it one after the other yeah you know yeah so I will probably watch further. Yeah. Um, I don't. I cleared the room at my ha- at my house yeah. before. I mean, I, I definitely you know, I did not want it to. Be, I, it was definitely going to be triggering. I saw that warning mm. and was like, "Let me pause this." Okay, whoever wasn't sitting in this room before needs to leave. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't. I'm not interested in setting off anything. Yeah. And um, I. I would recommend it, but also with that same caveat, like, you know, and just know that this is a really difficult subject matter. And then I think I'm going to ask my friend who's currently watching it, like, just let me know, like, the tone of the rest of it. Like, do I need to be by myself watching it? Or let me know if there's some point I need to, like, fast forward real quick or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm just going to watch this by myself because I don't think that, um, I don't know. Kent's is like a lot of the show. Like a lot of the shows we pick sometimes are pretty heavy. Yeah. And I mean, we watched Mindhunter right before that, which is about like basically the FBI and their <sighs> development of finding, you know, how they identify serial killers or oh, get to the awesome. It's a really, you guys I, should let's do really it. Do let's it. do it. You gotta do okay. it. I've heard nothing yeah. but good things it's about this so show. so good. Yeah. But this was, this is on a whole other level. Yeah. And like you kind of rest easy knowing that like a lot of serial killers that they're talking about, they're behind bars. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. um, there is some understanding and of, I don't wish they're all out. Mind work, but <laughs> anyway, all of them. <laughs> I would recommend it, but only for some. Not it's not for the faint of heart. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll take back what I said and kind of agree with you guys. Given you know, watch this with the caveat, just because I think like this is like kind of an important show to like really. Sh- There's not many shows that really show this side of like yeah. rape yeah. victims. Yeah. Like it really shows what they go through after, and eh, yeah. I think it's like culturally important. I'm not yeah. gonna watch it, but if you, if you yeah. can watch it, watch it and 
make other people watch it. Yeah, I mean, them. I've heard that before. Like, oh, you have to like recount and relive this yeah. fucking horrifying yeah. thing. But then to see it yeah, yeah. over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it's just I mean, crazy. I think it was important the way they did this episode, regardless of how uncomfortable it was to watch, because mm-hmm. it's like you're seeing the treatment not only by the detectives. It's like, well, I'm not a detective, so I'm not going to treat a rape victim like that. Yeah. But like even seeing how everybody else in her life handled it, it's like, learn. Like we should all try to learn the things to say. Yeah. And learn the things to do, if someone were to come to you with that you know yeah. i was raped okay like what do you say to that person yeah. what are you supposed to do and don't fucking doubt them like that you know like i kind of thought that not the doubting but i was like i don't know what i would say like right i would say like listen like i'll listen but i don't know what to say if you want someone to make jokes like i could do that yeah <laughs> but i don't know how to I'm like pretty sure that would be off the table <laughs> they would say well, no maybe oh, I, yeah. I don't know maybe i mean like give them a day or two or whatever <laughs> no I, I just i wouldn't know how to like yeah speak to them in a way that would like be comforting yeah at least not for a long period of time yeah so yeah yeah, that, yeah. do you think you're gonna watch this i i think so i, I would like to i like the pilot if, if the entire eight episodes was like the pilot i probably would yeah, not um but i've just guess not i read today things that made me think that i would enjoy the rest of it about how these two women detectives end up very cleverly solving this case and it's like kind of a mystery kind of like yeah. a, there's just like some cool dynamics you mentioning up. that before is what made me say i would watch it again because honestly after last night watching it i thought nope i yeah. leave this right where it is because i was even telling my friends today that we were watching that and my my one friend said she's like oh yeah i heard about that sounds good i don't think i can like mentally mentally or emotionally yeah handle that i mean i think there is probably more screwed up shit that happens but not to the extent of yeah the i mean it seems like when they show like the trailer like the 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 next victim of oh. this person yeah it seems a little bit more like like she's kind of like i'm fine like it's a little bit more light not lighthearted, but it's she a handles completely a different, different yeah. person. She yeah. handles it completely differently, and yeah, it's a yeah. different person, so it's maybe not as heavy. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, just I, I've never seen the show Thirteen Reasons Why, and oh, that yeah, me neither. And I have no desire to see it. No, no. I would rather watch this than watch that. I don't know why. I don't know. Why, I don't really know much about it. But yeah. this subject is not. This feels as real, difficult for, and not just like make you upset to make you keep watching yeah. what is that show about suicide or something yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so I, I, don't know, I just I don't know anything about me, it. that yeah. is a show that I'm just like okay I'm gonna leave the room when this is on I just yeah yeah alright any other thoughts on Unbelievable mm. remember that um, what was it a Ritz commercial no Cheetah, uh, Cheez-Its it's I'm crumbelievable <laughs> but they said I'm crumbelievable that's right yeah. it was like a crumbly cheese you put on salads and stuff oh I never wow. had it cool but that's All what right. I always think of when I hear that song <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Definitely join us next week when we talk about sitcoms. Okay. Can't wait. We're we're going to draft our favorite sitcom characters. Um, Also, email us. It's like if they win in a fight or what? (laughs) (laughs) Our our sitcom character teams will battle each other to the death. Uh, Email us at TrialByPilot if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TrialByPilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you are listening to this, and leave us a review and subscribe to the show. Yeah, do that. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. See you next week. Bye. 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 Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television.